from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. I have been declared a racist dun, dun, dun. and an embarrassment to ESPN. My God. I might not even be on the air Monday. Not the Ken I know. Well, might be Jeanette Javier Live. Featuring Stone Labanowitz. I am a I am I am apparently a massive, gigantic racist. I knew this was gonna happen again because anytime you talk about anything that is not who's gonna win Sunday? Who has the best odds on Saturday? Is Aaron Judge gonna hit 63? Then people can't keep up. They can't listen. They can't understand nuance. And they just want to get mad to get mad. And that is exactly what has taken place. You know what's not going to make you mad? Getting your AC fixed up by EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes. Now, you've got to get mad before you're not going to be mad any longer in uh, that transaction. Because that means your AC is sputtering. Or your AC is on the way out. Out the door. About to have a funeral for it. Like we did for NFL teams earlier this week, or like we had for Queen Elizabeth, a funeral for your AC unit. But if that's the case, good thing, it can be resurrected or it can be replaced. And that is where EDS comes in. EDS is yes. How do I remember? Again, there's so many air conditioning companies. I just told you, write it down. EDS is yes. EDS is yes. It rhymes. EDSairconditioning.com, train comfort specialists. It's hard to stop a train. They've been doing it. Since 2006, take advantage of their system refresh. They come in trying to salvage your AC units. You don't have to pay for a new one, but if you do, they're going to take care of you. They're going to make sure that it's the best equipment possible, and they're going to work around your schedule. They're always trying to put together appointment times around you. That is going above and beyond, especially in South Florida. EDS is yes. EDSairconditioning.com, and get your appointment set up. EDS. EDS is yes. All right. So, we have talked not only about Ime Adoka, but I've tried to explain why, because we I, I've seen a bunch of tweets, even from ESPN employees, people across the sports spectrum, uh, people I've talked to today, oh, ESPN uh, focusing so much on Ime Adoka, what about Brett Favre? What about Brett Favre? This is, this is why, right now, we're talking about Ime Adoka. And if it makes any of you feel better right now, right now on SportsCenter, they're not talking about Ime Adoka. They're talking about the Cleveland Browns and where they rank defensively this season. Spoiler alert, bad. <laughs> Pretty low on the list. <laughs> bad. Way okay. to spoil the... Yeah, I know. Uh, Jeanette wanted to go back, and Jeanette was going to go back in the break, rewind, and, and look at the graphic of the defensive numbers for <laughs> I, I the Browns. Down. I totally just destroyed her afternoon. Thanks. <laughs> um... This is why the focus is on Ime Adoka and the year-long suspension for sleeping with a subordinate and why ESPN is not spending time talking with Brett Favre right now. And it has nothing to do with race, and it has everything to do with right now. What is the relevant news? It's the head coach, the wildly successful head coach of the Boston Celtics. Again, the most wildly successful franchise in the history of the sport that you love coming off of an NBA Finals appearance that has been suspended for the year, again, for sleeping with a subordinate, and he is not going to coach, not going to be on the sideline at all next season. 
It's a high-profile name with a high-profile organization who has committed a salacious act. You know the term sex sells? That's a real thing. It exists for a reason. Want to know why you go to grocery stores and you see tabloids with either real or fake stories about affairs and sex and people getting together in romances? It's because sex sells. This checks all the boxes. High-profile coach. High-profile franchise. High-profile sexual encounter. And a major punishment handed down. That is why right now ESPN's talking about it a lot. That's common sense, folks. That has nothing to do with race or racism. That is common sense. Brett Favre, I'm telling you, when he has handcuffs on, when he has a jacket over his head, and he's being led into a Hattiesburg, Mississippi police station, there's going to be cameras all over the place, and it's going to be on SportsCenter on a loop. Okay? I'm telling you. But this is an NFL quarterback who has been retired for over a decade at this point. He is a blip on the football radar. He is a blip on the current sports radar. And how much time do you think ESPN is going to spend discussing, national ESPN, discussing welfare fraud in the state of Mississippi? How much time do you think they're actually going to give to that? What do you think this is, ABC News? No, it's ESPN. But if Brett Favre is in handcuffs or Brett Favre goes to trial or Brett Favre is wearing an orange jumpsuit and goes to prison, hell yeah, SportsCenter is going to talk about it. Emi Adoka is not being focused on today because us white media are being racist to him. It's because he's the head coach of the Celtics and he screwed up and he might never coach again. That's why it's news, and that's why they haven't talked about Brett Favre yet, because there is nothing to say about Brett Favre right now. But that hasn't stopped Nate from weighing in. And why don't we hear what wise Nate had to say on social media? You trash. Brett Favre stole from underprivileged people, and the governor as well was in cahoots. And you say the Boston Celtics head coach is more egregious. You are a racist, and I will never listen to you again. He's not listening. Nate clearly wasn't listening. Jeanette, when did I say that what Ime Adoka did was more egregious than what Brett Favre is alleged to have done? Never. I never said that. No. Ever, ever, ever. My point is what I just said and what I said Previously, is that today, the high-profile coach at the high-profile organization with the high-profile sex scandals being focused on because there's actually something to talk about. Unlike Brett Favre right now and the welfare fraud. That is what I was saying. I'm not saying that sleeping with someone is more egregious than stealing $5 million from a poor state's welfare fund. Mississippi is the poorest state in the country. That is a fact. And he stole $5 million from it in cahoots with the governor. Nate's right there so that he could shovel money to southern Mississippi. That's wrong. It's disgusting. He's a horrible person. And he should go to jail. And I think he's going to. And as I told Jeanette earlier, I think there's going to be handcuffs on him sooner rather than later. Because the former head of the welfare organization in Mississippi is going to plead guilty. Everything's leading to Brett Favre going to prison. Okay? But Nate, Nate wasn't content with that. Because he wasn't only just listening, he's content on being dumb today, too. Hmm. 
You don't know sports. You try to make hot takes when none of your takes is hot. Well, that's true. I mean, I can't argue with them there. It was true. You're an embarrassment to ESPN. Well, again, I all right. So, Nate, we found some common ground. Okay? One, oh, two for three. Okay. Yeah. Next. And you only have the job because of your father. What? What? My my father. Wait, Greg? Yeah, Greg Greg Levicka, uh, he's a financial planner in Chicago. <laughs> I am done. I'm I I promise you, Nate, that my father, other other than setting me up with a good financial future because he's helped me allocate some of the money I've made over the years, other than that. The man didn't have a single contact in the media industry that has helped me get into the media industry. I don't know if Nate thinks I'm Craig Carmison, who, by the way, yes, very, very famous media father, but also self-made, who is the owner of this company, Good Karma Brands. But I ain't Craig Carmison. I'm Ken Levicka. And Greg Levicka handles financial planning for families in Chicago and did not get me this job. Your dad did threaten me, though. When I said I'm going to go to Chicago and eat a hot dog with ketchup on top of it. Your dad did threaten me. And rightfully so. That's because Greg is a man of character. A man. He's got standards. That's right. A man of standards. A man of high character. Very low standards, apparently. (laughs) Maybe you just need to go on record for Nate and say that what Brett Favre is doing is more egregious. He just said It is. It is. Of course it is. He literally just. And yeah, no, 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 no. I just wanted it as a statement. But, but I didn't say it verbatim. Oh, You're okay. right. Right. And I want a formal, it's a press conference. Uh, Ken Levicka, are, uh, is uh, Brett Favre actions more egregious than those of the Boston head, Celtics head coach right, right. now? No, I think, and I think, Jeanette, to really drive it home, we should play some very, very emotional music. Do we have any emotional music, Stone? Something that's really going to drive home the point I'm trying to make here. Racist Ken Levicka, the point he's trying to make about Brett Favre and Ime Adoka. Uh, because, Nate, you lost a lot of minority listeners, or at least the 125 that is in this office right now. Okay, Nate. I hope for your sake that the 124 other minority listeners that you were with... Is it ironic that you're playing Adam Levine <laughs> in this? No. We can't have Adam Levine. Okay, Why okay, okay, okay. I apologize. Adam Levine behind this? Sad song. Sad song. Eme Levine. Think about... Get out there of here. There we go. That's good. Okay. That's good. All right. The fray is good. Much better than Maroon But thanks a lot. It's about the most white music you could possibly find. This All right. is the song you play in the car when you want to cry. Nate, this is for you and for the 124 other people that hopefully have a brain in your office. Okay? Which? Because I'm questioning. You can't pull I'm the minority questioning card you right now. I'm right here. I'm questioning you right now. No, he said... He said that he had a lot of minority listeners, at least 125 in his office, that are no longer going to listen. So I'm trying to reach out to him and the 124 other minority listeners into his office. Well, I'm just trying to speak as apparently the token minority of the show. Oh, yeah. You know what? Uh, uh, Jeanette's on this show because she is filling a corporate quota. Uh, it's head, head. You're on to us. Happy Hispanic Heritage Month yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we're going to have a fiesta, and we're going to wear sombreros, mm-hmm. and then we are going to take a siesta because corporate quota Jeanette is here. They you got me, us. They asked me to take down the Dominican flag I've put in the studio down forever. But it's actually sitting right next to you. Pin- I know, but you guys did it on purpose Pin- to show that you are so into diversity. No, but you know what? Because I am racist, I am racist, Nate's on to me. Instead of hanging the Dominican flag uh, as it should be, I've just tacked it to the wall with thumbtacks, okay? The ultimate disrespect. Eat it, Jeanette!
I'm crying. All right, Nate, listen to me right now. (laughs) Open your ears and have a brain for just a moment, okay? I'm asking you for 10 seconds of your time. What Brett Favre is alleged to have done is significantly, I mean vastly, I mean overwhelmingly more egregious, stealing from poor people from welfare so he can funnel it to his daughter's volleyball program than Ime Adoka getting it in with someone at work, okay? I wish I didn't have to say it as clearly as I just did, but you don't listen. You don't care to listen. You're being dopey. And now it's on the record. You forced me to do this to state the obvious, to display common sense. What Brett Favre did is significantly worse. He's a bad human being than Emi Adoka, who was feeling a little bit tingly in his nether regions. Okay? Good. Now that it's on the record, now stop being a dope and listen. It's going to make your life easier. There, is that good? Happy Hispanic Heritage Month. Yeah. Uh, hola. You, you just saved a life. Mm-hmm. I still can't believe you're gonna play Maroon Five. I thought it was fitting. It was on. It was on par. <laughs> it was on par. At a completely we have a segment coming level. up with who's the bigger scumbag. Okay. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, uh, who's scummier is uh, is on the way <laughs> here on Salvadek Alive. <laughs> um, uh, Ricky messages. I'll listen to you, and people are idiots. That's very true. He very, sounds very Hispanic. True. Happy Hispanic. Hispanic. I, I believe Ricky is actually uh, South African. Oh, never mind. Um, but but give me my month back. <laughs> But again, like, why can't people listen? But this happens every time we go outside the realm of just, like, sports stuff, right? You try and talk about when sports and, and life intersects. Like, this, it, what happened to Ime Adoka is nothing racial. It sucks for him. It sucks for the Celtics. It's great for me as a Heat fan. But it, it is nothing. If it's corporate policy, it's corporate policy in stone. It's why, like, and again, I'm not trying to be a, a jerk. It's why I push back on you about making the example of Ime Adoka, because if this is corporate policy, they're just handing down the consequence that's set forth. There's no example to be made. Yeah, here. and we just heard the president of Good Karma Brand say that he would fire Nick Saban if that was uh, the right. conduct of, you know, their organization. Now, again, Nick Saban, I mean, he would be, I guarantee you, Alabama's boosters would try to pay off anyone that needed to be paid off to keep Nick Saban. Of course. It's a totally different world. In that college realm, but just uh, just you know, in writing, like yeah. we would want Nick Saban fired for what he had done, the right? Rules that he had yeah. broken. It, it just at the college level, what the administration wants sometimes isn't what the administration can actually do <laughs> because there are a lot of outside forces, especially in the SEC. Because you make one wrong move, and all of a sudden, uh, the the head oil driller in the eastern portion of Texas is withdrawing uh, his or her thirty eight million dollar donation to the school. So it's a little bit different. There ain't no thirty. $8 million benefactor with the Boston Celtics, okay? Or with us. Or with us. But boy, That's if you true. want to, if you want to, you can send it my way. Um, by the way, you uh, have to share that. Yeah, I will. I will. I, like, I'd honestly do it three ways. Aw. I, I don't do believe three, him. No, I would do it three ways. It's on record. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, there's no turning back now. That's as good as a handshake. That uh, was it. When we return, it has been two weeks of scumbag behavior from some notable men. When we come back, Jeanette is going to determine who's the scumbaggiest of them all. We debut who's scummier when we come back. She's Jeanette Javier. I'm Ken LeVick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.
From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. We're about to debut Hugh Scummier on Ken LaBecca Live, where Jeanette gets a chance to identify who's been the scummiest male over the last two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Just two weeks. Two weeks. Four very even options that you have to choose from. The pressure is on you, Jeanette. Can't wait. As we debut Who's Scummier. But first, may I interest you guys in talking about what my Battle Royale team is going to be underdog fantasy this weekend in the NFL. What is Battle Royale? Well, there are so many different games with underdog fantasy. It's the most fun fantasy. It's my favorite fantasy. And... Uh, Battle Royale, what you do, Jeanette, is I signed up for it this morning. It's Battle Royale, week three. Right now, it is me and about seven other entrants, $5 entry fee. And what do I do? I take five different players, a quarterback, two wide receivers, two running backs, and they're going to go against one another. And at the conclusion of week three, whoever has the most fantasy points in Battle Royale I end up winning significant money for just a $5 entrance fee. Those are some of the fun games. Or there's high-low. You can pick stats above or below with different NFL players on a given week. There's a ton here. I'm looking right now where I'm seeing a whole bunch of games right now. A two-minute drill. The three-bagger Thursday. A little baseball fantasy action on on this Thursday, maybe, with underdog fantasy. Quick high-low for you. Mitch Trubisky over under 190 passing yards tonight. Let's do it. I love that. Which one you got? Um, I'm going to take under on Mitch Trubisky, even though he's going against the worst defense in the NFL. (laughs) I maybe should have thought of that beforehand, but that's the thing. That's the risk I'm taking. That's why I love fantasy with Underdog Fantasy. Underdogfantasy.com. Get the Underdog Fantasy app. And here's the great thing. They're taking care of you. Uh, All the partners I work with, I make sure they're taking care of all of you. Uh, If you use the promo code WESTPALM, the promo code WESTPALM, when you register to be on Underdog Fantasy, they're going to double your deposit up to $100. That's awesome. They're going to double that deposit up to $100. More money, more games, more fantasy fun right there with Underdog Fantasy. UnderdogFantasy.com. That's Underdog Fantasy. The best way to fantasy. I've got my team set up, my Battle Royale. I don't have to worry about it Sunday. I'm just going to watch the games and watch my team to see if I'm winning cash with Underdog Fantasy. All right, so over the last two weeks... Uh, There has been some scummy, scummy behavior from men. Jeanette already not a massive fan of men just based on recent life events. Uh, You're down on men right now. I'm not down on them. It's just not surprising. (laughs) My expectations for men are very low. Jeanette is just not surprised. So we are going to play a brand new game here on Ken LaVica Live. It is time to debut Who's Scummier? Jeanette, we're going to give you four dudes, four men, four members of the male species. Okay. I hate them all from the beginning. You are. (laughs) Right. Already, Jeanette hates them. So there's that. But she is at the conclusion of us introducing our four men. She is going to pick who's scummier. We will start with the owner of the Phoenix Suns, Robert Sarver. Come on up here, baby. This week, he announced that he is going to sell the Phoenix Suns. This after receiving 
a year-long suspension and a significant fine by the NBA for racist and misogynist behavior in his time as Phoenix Suns and Phoenix Mercury owner. Jeanette, Robert Sarver is the first man you are considering and who's scummier. Now, Stone, if you could, could you read a little bit of the statement from Robert Sarver yesterday when he announced that he was going to sell the franchise? Because this also needs to be taken into account. Again, Robert Sarver, who spent years and years and years conducting misogynist and racist behavior, saying things that made those under him subordinates uncomfortable, was investigated for it, was punished, and now is selling the team. He had some words that he wanted public yesterday, and he sent out the following release. If you could, just the money portions here, Stone. As far as the right quote, whatever good I have done or could still do is outweighed by things I have said in the past. For those reasons, I am beginning the process of seeking the buyers for the Suns and Mercury. He blames the unforgiving climate and in how they are unable to separate his personal controversy from the NBA and WNBA teams. That's right. Robert Sarver says an unforgiving climate. Robert Sarver trying to be the victim as he sells the Phoenix Suns and the Phoenix Mercury. So, Jeanette, have you taken your first notes on Robert Sarver? Copious. All right. Ready to see the next one. Copious notes on Robert Sarver. Our second contestant in Who's Scummier here on Ken Levick Alive is Brett Favre. Come on up here, baby. <laughs> he, in conjunction with the former governor of the state of Mississippi and the state of Mississippi Welfare Board, had $5 million funneled his way in the poorest state in the union so he could use $3 million of that to help the University of Southern Mississippi build a new volleyball arena. And it just so happens that his daughter was on the volleyball team at that time. Not to mention text messages released where he was hopeful that the media would never find out about it. Brett Favre. Idiot. He is the next contestant in Who's Scum Here. All right, Jeanette, let's get on to our third contestant. The head coach of the Boston Celtics, Ime Udoka. Ime Udoka, he has been a partner of the very beautiful Nia Long, the actress, for the last 12 years. Won the Eastern Conference with the Boston Celtics a year ago, but turns out he was having an inner office relationship with a staff member with the Boston Celtics. He has been, yes, he has been suspended a year by the Boston Celtics, according to sources, Ime Udoka. Beautiful celebrity wife, or celebrity partner, I should say, and unable to just leave the romance at home, bringing it into the office. Ime Udoka. Okay. Very tough. Oh, yeah. No, these are three heavyweights right now. They're all pieces of poop. So, so far, Robert Sarver, Brett Favre, (laughs) Ime Udoka, three of the four contestants here on Who's Scummier. Jeanette is going to pick them and... We don't have anything to give them except notoriety. That's what they're winning. Okay. Yeah. Because he may Adoka, even if he never coaches again, he's going to have plenty of money. Robert Sarver's going to have plenty of money. Brett Favre, not sure. Prison would be hilarious if Brett Favre went to prison. But they're all probably doing okay on He's going to look so terrible, too, because orange is not his color. Brett Favre, just go to Wisconsin and take their welfare money. And that beard's going to get all out of control. He'll look gross. 
Well, is he still going to be allowed to wear the Wrangler jeans? That's my question. I guarantee it. When he's in prison, can he wear the Wrangler jeans? It's all he'll wear. <laughs> uh, that's Brett how he's going to get his That's how gunslingers that's go his, to prison. Some, that's how he's going to trade for some, what ooh, he wants. Yes, oh, prison. good call. Hey, I'll give you my Wrangler jeans for... Your shower slide. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Or, or that brownie. All right. <laughs> and now, the fourth participant in who's coming here and for that we're going to need to change up the music a little bit here because our fourth and final contestant on our debut voyage of who's scummier here on ken levick alive I jeanette picking the scummiest from the previous two weeks is the man who is the front man of maroon five and also <laughs> one of the stars of nbc's the voice it is adam levine come on up here baby adam levine who has been married for nearly a decade to a Victoria's Secret model. Unreal. Multiple children with the Victoria's Secret model. She's pregnant with the third. She is currently pregnant. There is a baby in her belly. A third baby into the Levine family. He allegedly had an outside-of-his-marriage relationship with an Instagram model named Summer Stroh. Now, Summer says, yeah, we got it on. Adam Levine says, uh-uh, no, we didn't have a physical relationship, but there are text messages, including the worst sexting I have ever seen which from I, Adam Levine. Which I can read these DMs Stone for you. Lebanowitz will, context, please. Stone Lebanowitz will now. <laughs> do it in his voice, too. Uh, I do, I do <laughs> like the idea of Stone Lebanowitz. Uh, in character, reading the Please. sext messages between Adam Levine, frontman of Maroon 5, and his Instagram model side piece. <clears throat> Stone, take it away. Holy bleep. <laughs> Holy bleep and bleep. <laughs> the body of yours is absurd. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all three of them. I'll do one more time. Okay. Holy bleep. Uh-huh. Holy bleep and bleep. Mm-hmm. The body of yours is absurd. And scene. Well done, Stone. Again, if you're scoring at home, those messages, holy bleep, holy bleeping bleep, your body is so absurd. Adam Levine. Okay. So there you go. Here's your four. Let's get back to our game show music if we could, Stone. Uh, Robert Sarver, Ime Adoka, Brett Favre, Adam Levine. Those are your four contestants. For today's edition of Who's Scummier? I Ken Levick Alive. Token Hispanic, token woman on this show. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm the racist Ken Levicka here on ESPN <laughs> 106.3. So token Hispanic and token woman, if you could, after taking notes, yes. who's scummier? So I'm going to give the rundown of my four options here. The list is very tough. Competition fierce to choose who's scummier. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Sarver, obviously the fact that you victim blame yeah. on top of already talking negative Ooh, or creating a-, a toxic environment to both minorities and women, uh, that's pretty scummy. That is definitely a character issue, not a decision issue. How about that guy? Due to the unforgiving nature of society, what a tool. So, Shut up and make your millions, you dope. Brett Favre, I hate it after this. How dare you pull this off to help your already super privileged daughter yep. play volleyball True. and take away Money from the community who actually needs it. Right. Make sure, make sure you point out though, so Nate knows you think it's more egregious than sleeping with a coworker. Just make sure so that you're not called racist too. Token Hispanic Jeanette. 
Hey, uh, this is from the token Latina, uh-huh. which means I'm both Hispanic and a female. Right. Brett Favre's actions are way more egregious. Okay, good. I'm just glad we put it on the record. You yeah. hear that, Nate? Yeah. <laughs> you and your um, 124 coworkers. Emi Udoka, still new. Don't have a lot of information, but I think the fact that he admitted to being in this situation is something out of all four. He eventually came around to admitting it. He, he yeah. There's so, something respectable in that. I, I don't want to say it like that, but <laughs> okay. given these options of who's the scummier one. Something admirable with that. Exactly. Adam Levine Levine, I don't know. I don't care. How dare you oh, there cheat? It is. I mean, a- listen to that voice, though. How can you be mad at that? It is so silky smooth. It sounds oh. like a balloon that you slowly deflate mm. Holy singing bleep. to you. Holy bleep. <laughs> Stone. Holy bleeping bleep. Oh, I hope you talk the dress like that, I actually like, that, like that. I like that voice a lot more. <laughs> okay. Like if he sang it. Holy bleep. Holy bleep. <laughs> now the issue the with... body's so absurd. <laughs> Ooh. Bleep. Now the issue with Adam bleep. is that he won't fully admit what he did. So. So you're saying he's lying. For sure. He's saying, hey... I was just, I was in, oh, oh, and I forgot to say, too, Jeanette, I forgot this for your notes. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible game show host. He asked the Instagram model side piece if he could name his new child after her. Yeah. So there's that. That's pretty normal stuff. No big deal. Who doesn't do that? I don't know if you guys have seen his statement to entertainment tonight as well. his voice, please. I did not have, oh, God, it's getting worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, do your low voice, Adam Levine, because I find that endlessly funnier. I did not have an affair. No, low, low voice. That was high. I did not have an affair. Nevertheless, I crossed the line during a regrettable period of my life. End statement from Adam Levine. And, like, you can, I have no issue with the guy following a bunch of Instagram models. Who's Adam Levine? But the issue is when you actually slide into her DMs. Ah, yes. While you're married to a Victoria's Secret model! It is kind of weird to uh, ask your mistress, hey, can I name my kid after you? It's terrible. That's weird. So, in the fact of who's scummier out of all of these, I'm going to go from four to one. Four? To the, uh, the least so you're going to rank them. Oh, wow. This wasn't even set up like that, but Jeanette hates all of them so much she's going to rank them. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. I like this. Good idea. So number four, I'm going to give, I guess, somewhat the, like, the least scummiest of these terrible <laughs> options. <laughs> okay. Number four, I'm going to give to Emi Udoka because right. he came forward nice. with something. You know, like he was like, I did something. It was consensual. Mm-hmm. So nobody can argue that. Okay. For them. At Number the time, th- they were just passionate about one another. Yeah, terrible decisions. Mm-hmm. Obviously, facing consequences. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say forgivable, but it happened. Okay. Number three, Adam Levine Levine. Okay. He gets number three. Are you a stupid idiot <laughs> for cheating on a Victoria's Secret model? Well, look at Madoka too. I no woman safe. Eat those chicken tenders, babies. But, <laughs> but. I give him the number three. He said stupid things. Men do stupid things all the time. Shocking. Yeah. Not really. Number two. I'm going to give it to Tarver. Okay. Tarver. At least he didn't take actual money that could have been helpful. Oh, uh, yes. To an organ, to a community. Right, right, right. Like Brett Favre did. To, to less fortunate people. Exactly. Yeah. Brett Favre actually committed illegal actions. Yeah, yeah. Beyond... Just what goes uncomfortable out workplace. Of that. Yeah, sure. Selfish, entitled, and taking away from a community that desperately needs those $5 million. 
Brett Favre is the scummiest of the lowest, and I can't wait to see him in handcuffs. So, Jeanette Javier has decided that the man that appears to have committed a felony, Brett Favre, is the winner of this week's edition of Who's Scummier? Here on Kellevick Alive. And also, Brett Favre, you idiot. Everybody knows text messages surface. Right. Right. Like, you don't text a friend of a friend and don't expect that friend to tell you either. Like, yeah. they just, that stuff just surfaces. Well, you realize that. that's why it got Adam Levine in trouble is that uh, this Instagram model was screenshotting the DMs she was sending, or the, yeah, the DMs with Adam Levine to friends, and then the friends threatened to go to the tabloids, which is why she needed to put it out there to beat the tabloids. Yeah, but she didn't act remorseful at either, too. Like, you 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 know Adam Levine was married to this very secret model. Mm-hmm. You could have said no. But what if Adam Levine was in your DMs? Let's play a hypothetical here. Say you well, were. Well, I'm single. I long- can do whatever the heck I want. But if you were in a long-term relationship and uh, you like him, his name's Moby, and you like him. Uh, do you think I would date anybody <laughs> named Moby? <laughs> I don't well, even know. You know what Moby. follows? So yeah, mm-hmm. like it's confident fine. fella. You go to dinner. He he likes going to fancy dinners. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit portly. Big. Um, Ego, maybe. Yeah, he's got a he's got a big ego. This is not anybody I would date. Big, broad shoulders. Yeah, uh, not anybody I would date. He likes uh, motorcycles. Token white boy. Yeah, he's looking good. You know, I like my white boys. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's big, portly, but he's got a good good demeanor to him. Like, right, he likes motorcycles. I don't like guys. You've who been with him for like three, four years. Adam Levine, though. Adam Levine. No, Slides Stone, into your Stone's DMs. the only one who could do it. Adam L- Levine. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, perfect. Uh, but you you wouldn't at least you wouldn't. Even give him like a, hey boy, hey. I'm I'd like, be like, what's up? Good. I'd be like, oh look, Adam Levine's in my DM. Yeah, Show it to the right. guy I'm with and call that him. Yeah, right. I would yeah, do it. Right. I would do right. it. You would wait until Moby's asleep. <laughs> if Moby would be sleeping, and you go to the living room and be like, Adam. You guys can really I get a, think I would I date a, a picture guy of named, your pecs? You guys would really <laughs> think I would date. A, I'm more offended that you guys would think I would date a guy named Moby <laughs> who rides a motorcycle. Is that what you really? What you Fine. Mean? His name is Moby, and he stumbles into the arcade at 1 a.m. in the morning in West Palm Beach. Now, now we, you're talking. You see, now you're but he talking. pulled up. On his, <laughs> but he pulled up on his motorcycle, and now you didn't know. Now you're speaking now you're Jeanette's speaking my language. language. That's right. That's right. Which, by the way, is Spanish because she's the token Latina here on Ken Levick Alive. I'm the racist Ken. That's Jeanette Javier. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Hey, Jeanette. Happy Hispanic Heritage Month. Here's some Santana. Arriba! Ah, <laughs> uh, let's have a fiesta! <laughs> Give me them tacos. Because I am racist, according to Nate. And so, thank you to our token Latina for spending time here with you're, us, Jeanette. You're welcome. I'm happy to uh, not get us, like, keep you in the diversity and inclusion right. rules. You are so woke, Ken. Thank you. Later, you are going to take a siesta. Hey, Stone, Sharkwave today. Sharkwake Park will host the first ever IWWF Pan American Wakeboard and Wakeskate Championships in West Palm Beach at Okihili Park. September 22nd through the 24th, the championship is a qualifying event for the IWWF World Championship, hosted in Thailand. November 2022, the top qualifying U.S. competitors will be representatives of the first-ever Team USA Cable Wakeboard. 
with over $10,000 in cash prizes. And the best part, you ask? Spectators are welcome. No entry or admission fee whatsoever. 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily. Bring your family. Can bring your two daughters. You can yeah. bring your friends as well or your dog, your overweight dog. They'll have food trucks, beer, wine, champagne, Pinot Grigio, and more. September 22nd through the 24th, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. daily. Visit sharkwakepark.com slash 561. That's sharkwakepark.com slash 561. Were you calling my dog overweight? <laughs> Ken's dog is overweight. Okay. No, my dog's not overweight. You How said she's it? huge. Oh, yeah, she's huge. She's not overweight, though. She's just growing. She's going to be a big old dog. Bring your growing dog. I grow my growing dog. All right, so uh, real quick before we wrap up here, I need to uh, just do my due diligence on an investigation that I should have really dug into last week, didn't do it. But in case you missed it, Evan Cohen, we do uh, Dolphins game predictions every week here, our ESPN West Palm on-air staff. And Evan, in week one, Dolphins-Patriots predicted a 17-17 tie. One, because he's Evan, so of course he'd predict a tie. And two, um, because he never picked against the Patriots. And so that score, though, we sent out a graphic every week. It was altered. It was altered to have the Patriots winning. Someone took it upon themselves to, and I have the email that proved that he sent in the tie. 17-17 is a tweet. I have the evidence. Someone at ESPN West Palm altered it, and Evan is now abstaining from this contest until he finds out who did this and why they did it. So the investigation begins now. Jeanette Javier, you used to work with Evan Cohen here on ESPN 106.3. You were on drive time in the afternoons, 4 to 6 with Evan Cohen. 5 to 6. 5 to 6. I'm sorry. The hour edition of Evan Cohen. Where were you two weeks ago when picks were being sent in to ESPN West Palm staff? I vividly remember here because we had the discussion where we need, we're waiting for the injury report to be released. Mm-hmm. Well, have you had... Anything that has come up in a negative manner with Evan over the last few weeks? I don't think so. Nothing? No. Anything? I don't think so. (laughs) So, what I want to ask you is, would you have any reason to change a score from Evan Cohen? Could it be a hatred of the Patriots? Why would I hate the Patriots when I have their quarterback? That's a great point. Mm. Really good, actually. Yeah. Tom Brady's on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Did you change the score of Evan Cohen? No, and I'm slightly offended that you asked me that. Evan and I are ride or die. I am almost as upset as Evan that someone had the audacity to change his score. And you bet, once we find out after this investigation is done, I will handle it personally myself. How do I know you're not lying to me? Have I ever lied to you? Okay, no. No, she's never lied. When have I ever lied to you, Stone? When have I ever lied to you? Here's where I stand. Evan's scores are trash, so why are we even trying to figure this out anyway? Because if it weren't for Evan, (laughs) would we be here? No, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here. And you sure as hell wouldn't be here. And I sure as hell wouldn't be here. Exactly. All right. This man set the foundation for all of us. And again, someone had the nerve to change his numbers. Jeanette, you're free. I know I am. I didn't need you. Congratulations, what's, you found out. What's the official ruling here? That Jeanette's free to go. And I'm going to beat up anybody who did it. Jeanette's no longer a suspect of Scoregate. All right, the investigation's going to have to continue next week because Evan said he's not playing until we figure out who this was.
Do you have any suspicions about who it might be? I'm not the one who creates the graphics, but I'm pretty sure the person who creates the graphics <laughs> with the numbers in it. Oh, we have to go to, I think we have to go to marketing. I think we do as well. All right. Next week, we're going to have to go to marketing. Mm-hmm. All right. Jeanette and Theo have the reins of the show tomorrow. And Cyrus. And Cyrus Wittig. I am going to Purdue with FAU. Stone is going to Southern Illinois to call North Dakota and Southern Illinois. So go we'll Owls. both talk to you Monday. That's right, Jeanette. Go Owls. Jeanette, well done. Well done today. Stone, well done. Me, I'm going to go wallow in my racist sadness. Mm-hmm. You all have a good weekend. Enjoy Jeanette and Theo tomorrow. Bye-bye.